This is Benjamin. Normally you hear This Week in Astrology in this feed, but I'm putting a few episodes of my new podcast called Awaken, Heal, and Thrive here just so you can sample it really easily. This is a podcast that will be much more wide-ranging than This Week in Astrology. First, it will hardly ever talk about astrology. What it will talk about is spiritual awakening, uh, not only through my invocations, but through other means. It'll talk about healing, uh, not only through my healing invocations, but all manner of other healing. It will feature me doing solo episodes. There will be guests who will bring in their own wisdom to share with you, insights you can use and experiences you can have in the context of the podcast. I'll be sharing some of my ayahuasca stories as part of the mix, and there will be other cool stuff too. Obviously, it'll cover much different content than This Week in Astrology and should be complementary to it. So if you enjoy when I go off on spiritual stuff or about healing or awakening or whatever, then I think you'll really enjoy Awaken, Heal, and Thrive. So check out this episode. And if you like it, please search for Awaken, Heal, and Thrive wherever you get your podcast and keep listening. I look forward to serving you with two podcasts from now on. Welcome to episode four of the Awaken, Heal, and Thrive podcast. We're going to be talking about dark entities and wounded hearts and how to work with those in a good way. First, let me define my terms. What is a dark entity? A dark entity is a non-physical being who is of lower vibration and malevolent intent that is messing with you, either hanging around you or has gotten inside you, um, something that you'd really rather not have as part of your field. A wounded part is an integral part of you that is burdened. And let me be a little more explicit with this. The, the terminology I'm going to use to describe this is from internal family systems therapy. Um, their premise is that we have one self and many parts. And this is true for all humans, even the most healthy and high functioning of us. So if I have a um, one self, that is what I would call my higher self, the divine part of me that is animating the human body. It's always an equanimity, bliss, and flow. Uh, any other part of me, and even the best of us, have dozens of parts, little sub-personalities that act like little humans inside us, our little internal family, our little extended family inside, if you will. Some of those parts are healthy and high-functioning and are awesome to work with. Other parts are wounded and traumatized, and they're kind of split off from the family and off doing their own thing they're typically stuck in endless time loops, reliving the trauma endlessly. And the main part of us may not be aware of that part consciously at all at times. So um, if you are having challenges, uh, chances are it's either one of these wounded parts of you that's carrying a burden uh, or it is some external entity messing with you. And frankly, it can be hard to tell the difference sometimes. And in my experience as a shamanic healer, it's not even important to know which is which because the the healing can be similar either way. So even if you're not sure, is it my wounded part or is it an external entity, we can take the same approach. First, uh, over the years of working with dark entities, my philosophy has kind of shifted. At first, uh, I was all about get those dark entities out of here. And whatever I, if I had to eject them or rattle them out or drum them out or, you know, whatever I needed to do, just get the entity gone. And I felt like, job well done. Go on. Uh, what it took me a while to realize was uh, a lot of times I would clear a client. They feel great. And then later on, they say, it's back. Did you not do your job right? What's going on here? And it took me a while to realize, oh, we didn't solve the core problem. Uh, let me use an analogy. Let's say you've. You've got some yummy food sitting in your backyard in a bowl, 
and there's this cat that's coming and eating it. Well, you could chew that cat away or even, you know, you know, get rid of the cat permanently. What's to stop some other cat to come and eat the same food? Okay. So in the same way, if you've got an entity messing with you and let's say you do successfully chase it away. And even if that entity never comes back, if the same vulnerability is there, the same wound or trauma is there that the first one is feeding on, what's to stop it or its buddies to come back and feed again? So my my shifting has evolved over the years to say, well, you know, if you're being messed with by an entity, the most important thing is actually to figure out what is it feeding on? If there's a wound or trauma, which is normally the case, maybe our best strategy is to put our attention on healing that wound or trauma so neither that entity or any other can keep messing with it. So I've become much less externally focused on the entities and much more helping the client focus on the internal healing that's needed to, to you know, stop the vulnerability, the opening once and for all. So that's why uh, working on a wound or trauma um, is probably job one. Now, again, if you've got some real serious infestation and they're really messing with you, of course, we're going to shamanically, you know, want to chase that thing away and at least get you some temporary relief so you can work on the trauma. But if you don't deal with the trauma, chances are you'll be pulling back things that will feed on that. Um, a little more on what entities tend to like. Now, now, just to be clear, every human has an ecosystem of entities around it, and not all entities are bad. You know, there's everything from entities of high vibration and benevolent intent, and these beings can be like angels, and, you know, those are entities too. Okay, so you can have these beings hanging around you that are incredibly divine and delicious and wonderful, and you want all those you can get. So entities of light and love, yeah, the more the merrier. But there's also entities of lower vibration, the, the dark vampiric things, the energy leeches and things like that, and different entities feed on different things. You know, the higher vibration entities, they feed on love and light. And even feed is probably not the right word there because they're not they're not pulling energy out of you. They're hanging around and actually helping you to light up even more. So a higher vibration entity will be a benevolent presence. And if anything, it will be feeding you love and light. So, yeah, like I say, the more the merrier on those. But a dark entity is a very different kind of being. They are, again, vampiric. They are sucking. And what they want to do is get you stirred up in your lower three chakras toward negative emotions and energies. And if they can get that stirred up and feed on that, then that's their meal. So what would that be? That would be a foundation. If it's the root chakra, that would be a foundational insecurity about your very existence, you know, your security. If they can get you all insecure about that. That's food for them. What about the second chakra? If they can get you full of lust in a way that is not, you know, of highest vibration, getting just lusting after stuff just on a purely sexual level. Uh, third chakra, if they can get you angry uh, or get any other low emotions stirred up. They can even kind of work the lower part of the heart chakra and start, you know, getting lower emotions up. So basically they can get you angry or scared or insecure, you know, any emotion they can pull up that doesn't feel good, then that's food. That's their meal. So sometimes these entities just on their own can do this uh, more commonly. Um, they will take advantage of a human who they have successfully infested or or, you know, occupied to a significant degree where they can influence that human's behavior. I believe most of the time the human's not actually where it's happening. They're sort of the patsy of the entities. And there's enough of those dark beings around. They they drive the human, you know, believing the human believes they're doing it of their own volition, but they're under the influence of these energies and and they do things to other people to get them stirred up 
And then once they've successfully upset that person in some way, then their entities feast and for, and once they're sated, they, the bully kind of lets up and, and doesn't come harass you again until the entities need their next meal. Um, and you and I might be doing this too if we're not careful. You know, none of us is inherently in, immune to that. We have to watch our own energy fields. Um, so that's the basic principle. If someone is, you know, you perceive someone as really dark and negative, et cetera, chances are they're loaded up with dark energies, at least enough dark entities that they are influencing their behavior. Now, there may be, there probably are some people who are just choosing the dark path. You know, uh, the terminology I like from the law of one material is a person on the service to other path. You know, once a win-win, they are a little more concerned at least about others than themselves. And they only want to have a positive, helpful life affirming impact on anyone they interact with. A service to self person could care less. They just want what they want. And if they cause harm, even extreme harm to others, they really don't care. The only reason they would have to not inflict harm is if it's in some way impedes their own self interest. So, um, service to self people, those who are consciously and deliberately malicious, you know, they consciously happily will work with those dark entities. They might even be aware they're there and they might consider them their, their best buddies. So wherever they are on the spectrum, whether the, the human is conscious or unconscious of the dark entities, whether a human's involved or they're just the entities themselves are doing their thing, you know, the strategy is the same. You've got to figure out where is the wound or the trauma and how can I work with healing it? I don't have a time to get into an entire internal family systems therapy primer here. Uh, that's beyond the scope of the video. But basically the premise is, uh, what IFS does is it says, okay, you realize that you've got a part of you that is in challenge. And again, as a reminder, I've, I've kind of gone to another topic for a moment, but remember you have one self, I call it the higher self, that is always in equanimity, always in love and light. Nothing can disturb it. And you have parts, some of which are high functioning, some of which are traumatized. And basically, if you're having a challenging experience, chances are very good that one of your wounded parts is firing up. Okay. It even gets a little more intricate. Internal family system says we've got two, two classes of these parts. You know, well, you have what's called the exile, which is the wounded traumatized part. Normally, this is the part that's kind of off in a corner, huddled up, scared, you know, withdrawn, you know, just kind of out of it. Uh, and then it'll have a protector part. Protector stands between the exile and the rest of you, and it's protecting both ways. It's protecting the exile from being wounded further, and it's usually protecting the rest of the system from the negative energy being held by the exile. So it's kind of doing double duty. Um, so you get the permission of the of the protector to get to the exile in, in IFS work. Then there's a series of steps, which I will not detail here. It's, it's too much information for what we're doing here, but you can actually work constantly with the wounded part with its consent, you can lead it through a few steps to unburden itself from the trauma. And then once it is unburdened, you can invite it back into the internal family and reintegrate it. Uh, Carl Jung would have called this shadow work. And uh, every time you can reclaim, you can unburden and reclaim one of those wounded parts, the gold is reclaimed. There's, there's gifts and talents and energies and a sparkle that all these parts have that you've lost when you lost them to trauma. And if you can do this process successfully or any other good shadow work process, there's lots of ways to reclaim parts. Uh, once you got the part back, then, you know, you've gained and, you know, you're more whole and more integrated and less parts will be troubling you. So basically note when you are being 
triggered, upset by a person, or if, if entities are just coming investing with you solo, if a situation is irking you, uh, that is a surefire signal. Some part of me, some wounded part is getting stirred up by that. And, and the dark entities zero right in on those wounded parts and they take advantage of this. Hey, what will it take to get this wounded part stirred up in that person? And once we do, we've got our opening. The, the negative energy is there. The negative emotion, the negative thoughts are stirring up. That's our food. Let's go get some. I hope that all kind of cohered and made sense to you. So basically, if you're getting entities messing with you, um, in whatever circumstance, then ask yourself, where is the wound or trauma that is letting them in in the first place? Let me, I mean, if you're severely infested, yeah, do what you got to do to to get the entities flushed out at least for a while. But then you've got to do the inner work or they will be back, they or their buddies. So um, again, the scope of how to do that healing work is beyond the scope of this video. I will be going into that later with the healing invocation, and I will ultimately be discussing internal family systems therapy in this series as well of Awaken, Heal, and Thrive. This is only number four. We got a lot of episodes to come. <laughs> um, so I hope that has been a helpful discussion of how to work with these energies. Again, just in summary, um, there are dark forces out there. And my presumption here is you're a being of love and light, you're a service to other being, and you're interested in a win-win transaction. And if you get stirred up, then find the wounded part, use a healing process on it the best you can, and, and know that by doing so, you will basically seal that wound up and no dark energy, whether it's human or non-human or whatever combination that might be, there'll be enough for them to get to. You'll be invulnerable in that area. And then they'll go hunting for the next one. And actually, this whole process is a boon to your awakening process. Now, that might sound wild if I say it at first, but I have this. Uh, I'll just be briefly covering this here. I call it the great onion of consciousness. The premise is you have a higher self that created your human self. And the part of the higher self went into you to animate you. It gave you life. Uh, when the body eventually dies, that spark of the divine comes out of you, goes back and rejoins with the main body of it that's been watching and dropping hints the whole time during your lifetime. And it kind of, you know, does processing and get, gets ready for the next incarnation of whatever that's going to be. So you can think of this higher self or soul, if you prefer, as this gorgeous ball of light, bliss, ecstasy, euphoria. And then all the wounds and traumas that are unhealed, whether they're from this lifetime or from prior lives, all are like layers around it. It's like an onion. The, the onion has this beautiful, bright, euphoric core, and then all these dark layers of pain and trauma around it. And then it's it's up on the spirit level. You're down here, human level, and no matter how many layers you got, some light is still shining through, some at least. So you've got some shining through, but the premise here is if if you want to wake up some, if you want to have a more harmonious, wonderful existence, which is what awakening gives, then you got to start peeling layers. And every layer peeled, which is doing good shadow work, it's facing and permanently healing a trauma, then every layer pulled off the onion means the light's a little bit brighter. And from the human level that you can either see the light with your psychic side or more commonly, you feel more euphoria. It's like you just had an uptick in your consciousness, a new baseline has risen, and you're a little more euphoric, a little more harmony, flow, ease, and grace. There's other benefits of awakening that I won't enumerate here. But um, basically, the fastest way to attain deeper spiritual awakening, and I, I'm going to go give the whole list, okay? So the easiest to describe benefits of deepening your awakening, 
more harmony, flow, ease, and grace. Everything you're responsible for, you do more responsibly and more joyfully. Instead of having to figure things out so much mentally, you just know what to do more through intuition, and there's more euphoria. All good stuff. I think you'd agree. So when you get triggered by something, instead of resenting, you say, thank you for the opportunity to heal more deeply. And thank you for getting stirred up what needed to be stirred up anyway if it was going to get flushed off. And again, the scope, uh, I will soon do a uh, another podcast on my healing invocation. And we'll describe that in more detail then. Uh, but I'm just going to reference it here. Um, I will tell you at the end how to go get that information now and not have to wait for the podcast where I talk about that. But basically do your shadow work process. Heal, peel the onion layer, get the awakenings deeper, and then you progress faster. Um, the law of one says that there actually was a universe prior to this one where the earth there had only love and light beings on it. And apparently, every, and, and there wasn't even a veil like there is here. The beings there actually knew about the, the dimensions beyond that that they would eventually go to, and they couldn't be bothered to move along. They said, this is a paradise. We are having a wonderful time here on Earth. We'll just hang out here forever. And eventually they did move on. But uh, the creator said, you know, that's not such a great scenario. I'd rather they move along a little more quickly. We've got a whole universe to run here. The Earth isn't the only game in town. So in the next universe, this one, they said, okay, let's, let's introduce, you know, beings of service to solve dark beings on Earth too. And their job, as far as they know from their own awareness, we're just doing our own self-interest and messing with people because that's what we do. But the higher good is that they are catalyzing the beings of love and light like you and me. And, and they're giving us the catalyst we need to grow faster. So that's how I kind of frame the whole dark entity thing. They're actually serving us in a weird way, even if they're not aware of it themselves. If we can take their catalyst and use it skillfully, then it will accelerate our awakening process. Okay, so I mentioned that there's a way to access one of the shadow work tools that I like best. It's called the Healing Invocation, and it's super simple. All you have to do is just go to astroshaman.com, my main website, and up there on the menu bar, is a uh, word that says instant divine assistance. And if you click that, it'll take you to a little free course I have with several videos in it. And I will talk you through not only the invocation for healing, but also the invocation for embodied awakening. And even tell you how to pull all that together into a simple, quick daily practice. So if that sounds good, that's great. If you want to go even deeper, my new book uh, goes into everything about these invocations, including well beyond what I'm talking about here. Um, as I record this, it's currently on special on Amazon. The ebook currently is only 99 cents. The paperback, normally 14.99, is 9.99. And now again, by the time you see this, if it's much after the recording date, the prices might be higher. But as I record this, it's on special, and it's it's a bargain even if you pay full price. In my opinion, it's a great book. Um, it's 11 years of experience packed in there with these super simple tools you can use to have your divine help you out and do things for you that either you couldn't do for yourself at all or you couldn't do near as fast and quickly and helpfully. So I'll put links to all this in the show notes, and uh, I think that's probably sufficient for this video. I just wanted to really cover in some detail the idea of dark entities, how to work with them. Now, I haven't gotten into the technicalities of, of shamanically how to evict them. Um, I haven't gone particularly into the shadow work tools, but uh, all I can make time for in this video is the general concept and in videos soon, or I say videos because I, I do these podcasts, I both a video and an audio, you'll get, you'll be fine either way. So I'll, I'll go into more detail on that later. But again, if you want the, the healing invocation tool now, 
just go to my site, astroshaman.com, click Instant Divine Assistance up in the menu bar, and uh, that will give you the tools right now. So thank you for watching. Again, my name is Benjamin Bernstein, and uh, my main site is astroshaman.com. I got all this cool stuff I've, I've been mentioning. Uh, my, my whole gig in, as a human is to give people help so they can heal and awaken more quickly and easily. And uh, also, if they're open to it, serve the Great Global Awakening. And there will be more info on all this in the show notes. So thank you for your time. I really appreciate you being here with me. And I wish you infinite blessings. If you enjoyed this podcast, you might also like my free online mini course. It's called Instant Divine Assistance, your free guide to fast and easy awakening and healing. It'll teach you how to invoke your own embodied awakening and healing and put it all into a simple daily practice. You can also check out my best-selling book that develops these ideas further. It's also called Instant Divine Assistance. In its first week, it hit number one on Amazon in 11 categories and has tons of five-star reviews. Finally, I have an online membership called Awakening Plus, where you can significantly speed up your spiritual evolution. Its slogan is also the name of this podcast, Awaken, Heal, and Thrive. You'll find links to all this wonderful stuff in the show notes. Thank you so much for checking out this special episode of the Awaken, Heal, and Thrive podcast. Again, please search in your podcast app for Awaken, Heal, and Thrive and subscribe if you like it. And there will be lots more coming to help you with your awakening, your healing, and your thriving.